One thing I say about track, I got some advice for any young brothers trying to come up playing some football, man. These coaches want to see you at 40. They want to see how fast you are, man. Run track mm. now. Help yourself. Hey, everyone. My name is Deepak Sharma, host of It's Not That Deep, a podcast that aims to connect communities through conversation. I believe that at the core, all humans are fundamentally the same. And what I mean by this is that we all kind of really want the same thing, despite our differences. That's why I like to sit down and have conversations with people from all walks of life to explore just that. This week, I chat with my friend Sherrod Baltimore, a professional defensive back in the Canadian Football League for the Ottawa Red Blacks. He just completed his third season on the team and has a bright future in the league. But you see, life didn't always come to him very easily. Saying Sherrod's childhood was rough would be an understatement. Coming from a single-parent household that struggled financially in the rough and crime-ridden neighborhoods just outside of Washington, D.C., Sherrod was evicted over six times and bounced around a dozen different homes. Despite this, Sherrod surrounded himself with good people and found safe haven through playing football and basketball. And through his perseverance, talent, and his relentless ability to overcome adversity, he earned a scholarship to play football at the University of Maine for four years where he shined as a defensive back. And despite playing well, Sherrod received no pro offers and began coaching at the university, where he then once again created his own luck by sliding his highlight tape to an Ottawa Red Black scout who eventually gave him a shot to try it with the team in 2017. That same year, Sherrod earned a spot on the practice squad and eventually onto the team where he was actually named Red Black's Rookie of the Year. Just incredible. There's a really good CTV documentary that goes more in-depth into Sherrod's story, and I've linked that in the podcast notes and on my website. Uh, I strongly recommend you take 10 minutes to watch that. I showed my whole family, and it's just it's incredible. Uh, we had an amazing conversation about overcoming adversity, football, nutrition, taking care of your body. This episode's full of advice for young people wanting to make it, we discuss various business and life goals and just so, so much more. If you're enjoying this kind of content, I'd ask you to please visit my website at www.itsnotthatdpodcast.com and to please subscribe to my email list. You can also subscribe to my podcast on whatever platform you consume podcasts on, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Google Play Music, or even YouTube. Also, please leave a rating and review share the link to the podcast on all platforms and um, if you'd like you could even put your money where your mouth is and contribute to my patreon page just remember it's not that deep and please enjoy this episode Let's get it. <laughs> Welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast, brother. Hello, bro. Hey, man, I appreciate you, dog. Thank you for Thank coming you for out having here, bro. Me, man. Thank you for having me, man. It's an honor. No, man, we've been trying to set this up for a while, and like the main reason is I love your story. Appreciate it. Um, for people who don't know, you are a defensive back for the Ottawa Red Blacks. Uh, you've been playing there since 2017. 2017 now, so this was your third season. And, uh, bro, I'm just really excited to have you here because it wasn't always like you just woke up one day and become a professional football player. You have a very interesting story and I'm very uh, excited to talk about it because um, for people who don't know, you got this uh, mini documentary out now uh, talking about your story and overcoming adversity. 
um, you know, you haven't always had a very clear, uh, easy path to becoming a pro football player uh, because you started out in the kind of rough neighborhoods of uh, Washington, D.C. Let's talk about it. Let's take it back from the beginning, bro. Let's talk about where you were born and raised and how that experience was. Um, hey, I appreciate you for uh, taking the time out your day to uh, watch that documentary too, man. And I go for anybody taking the time out their day, you know, doing, watching anything I got anything to do with, man. I appreciate that. I really d deeply do me and my family, and, you know, and uh, Rick Russell, Rick Russell, who uh, set it up. Uh, I appreciate them as well, man. I just appreciate everything. But, um, yeah, man, I'm from uh, PG County, Prince George's County, Maryland. Uh, it's a it's a town and it's like an area in Maryland, close to D.C. Where it's like you can walk across the street and they can be Washington D.C. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So kind of like close to Washington D.C., close to uh, I it's, guess I it, guess it's like Southern Maryland. I guess it's like for Ottawa, it would be just outside of Canada or something like that. Exactly. It would be Ottawa being a city and just going to like Hunts Club. Oh, okay, it's just like that. Just like the outskirts, just a little kind of suburb almost. It can't. Kinda, yeah, okay. like kinda, like low, kinda suburb, but middle, like middle class, lower class suburb. You feel me? Not feel like you. rich suburb. I got you. Kind of like lower class. Suburb means a different thing. We just moved down the street, baby. <laughs> we made it out, but we moved down the street. We took all the homies with it. You feel me? That's the thing. Okay, yeah, so, sure. so talk to me about what that was like. I mean, I I know that's such an open ended question. Like, what does that even really mean? Because that was just life right. to you, right? Right, right. But. When you when you grew up, when you were just coming up, you know they talk about in this doc, man, you being evicted from home, you coming out onto your um, onto your property and seeing all your possessions, your trophies, and this and that being thrown out on on this. Like, yo, I don't think many people would be able to deal with that. How how was that? Like, what was that like, man? Uh, it was it was. It was a lot of a lot of emotions. Now that I think about it, I was always tough. It make you be tough, mm. cause when you come home and then you see, cause first of all, I I became the man of the house early. I, my mom a single mom, so it's just me and my mom and my little sister, my mm. grandma. So that's one thing you learn. Like I mean, I won't say I'm the man of the house. Like I pay bills, I'm doing that, but you just the man. You gotta you hold it man. down. You yeah. feel me? Yeah, you the only man in here. You exactly. gotta learn how to be a man. So, mm -hmm. just so when you see those things happen, you're evicted, or you see your mom crying. As a man, don't cry. What you crying for? Feel me? Be strong. So, I feel like those situations just made me strong, made me stronger. But like, it's tough though, man. You see those things. You come home, cause like, honestly, my mind never was. My mom always did a good job of not really explaining to me what's going on in the situation. She always just say, we got to move or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's about to just kind of swept it under the rug under and like, rug. this is what's going on right now. And you know, I'm playing basketball anyways. I stay active, AAU basketball, Boys and Girls Club basketball. So on the weekends, like Friday to Sunday, I'm staying at my friend's house or playing somewhere at some tournaments. We got two games one day, two games the next day, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm playing football with a Friday, Saturday, Sunday with a football team you know what i'm saying so i was always active it wasn't like i was at home seeing everything you know what I'm right. saying, in the mix so actually when that happened that day happened in the documentary i was coming home from a practice damn yeah bro i was just coming home from a practice like, how old were you bro bro i don't remember bro i swear i was like seven or eight 
Jeez, man. Nine, maybe. <laughs> and so when did you first get involved in sports? And, like, you know, I assume it was first a way to keep you out of all that, that environment, right? Six years old was the first time I, peewee basketball. Peewee basketball, six soon years as old. I was a, as soon as I was old enough. I wasn't big enough, but I was old enough. There you go. Get up there, play. My mom put me in Pee Wee. I played for Oxen Hill Road Runners. Okay, that's cool, man. They had to lower the courts for us. We was out there cooking. <laughs> that's hype, man. Cooking. <laughs> look, age six. Pee Wee, then we went to six and under, seven and under, eight and under. We won the championship like three years in a row. Damn, man. B ball, young. Age. So you were good balling. at ball, too. You just, I guess, didn't have the height, or you would have maybe even pursued that. 100%. That's the only reason why I should, I should be in the A right now. Damn. Honestly. Interesting. Like we just play football, bro. We just play football. Like I grew up playing, playing basketball. Like that's hey man. I had some good coaches. Some of my coaches will tell you that. Do you still have like that love for the game? Because it sounds like you're still so passionate about basketball. Like yo, hundred percent. If any, if something went the other way, I would have played ball, man. Hundred percent. That's hype, man. 100%. But but football was just something that you also excelled in. Yes, sir. Like I play b ball. We all play football too. We play everything. We Did play you play sports. baseball? Like track? Did I, I tried you do out, any other? I tried sports? out baseball. I ain't really fool with it like that. Okay. I, I think I was too young. Like six mm. year old, seven year olds. I'm all the way in the outfield. Like, okay. Man, I'm out there dancing, doing the worm on <laughs> the outfield. Man, it's a true story, man. Listen, I'm in the outfield playing around, man. I'm like, man, I don't want to play this <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no balls coming out here. But uh, track, I should have ran track, man. One thing I say about track, I got some advice for any young brothers trying to come up playing some football, man. These coaches want to see you at 40. They want to see how fast you are, man. Run track mm. now. Help yourself. Get get in there now because those skills aren't something that a football coach is going to pull you aside and teach you how to run a faster 40. 100, so you either got that raw speed or you beat the technique into you. 100%. And that's what I did. I had to get the technique because I wasn't, I was pulling up the camps. I wasn't running that fast. Mm. You feel me? But I come and strap everybody in the one on ones. And I had a fastest shuttle. Mm. But when it came to the 40, I ain't run fast. I was running slow. And it made the coaches like, what? Like, he strapped everybody here. He undersized. Uh-huh. But it's 40. Nah, we can't offer him. <laughs> was, was this like just a recurring theme throughout your whole like athletic career? Like, always people being like, yo, you're not fast enough, you're, you're not big enough? No, no, no. No, it was just like that came kind of more into professional? Uh, just when I went to uh, college. Mm, college. Just, no, just when I went to, because you know, when you were a senior in high school, you have to um, do your little pro, I mean, have you got to go to one day tape. camp. Yeah, you got to go to one day camps. You got to go in front of the coaches you want to get recruited by. So mm. uh, you got to go. I went to about 10 camps. We set a uh, trip up, my coach. Uh, Ronnie Crump, man, from Potomac. Shout um, out the to DMV. Ronnie shout Crump. out to all them, man. Uh, Coach Quayway, man. Uh, Ron Hobby. They all put a thing together where we traveled. So it was me, Ron Darby, Laverne Jacobs, man, Tavon Young, Lil Navon. Hopped in the van. We went to like ten schools up the north. So it was like we DC, JMU. It's those coaches that that that'll to go the extra mile to try to get you that exposure, even young, man. They saved me. They saved us. And it, it's it's about the coaches. Mm-hmm. It's about the coaches, your friends. It's not just me. I ain't just get here because I was making decisions. Mm-hmm. Like You had sh- a lot of people pushing you a, in a direction. All of them. All of them. They was God sent. All my coaches, man. All my friends. Like Sometimes I, I chose different routes to go. I ain't always... Go to, you know what I'm saying? The homies doing this today. Hold up, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I that understand me too. completely, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
but it must have uh, it must have been so tough like that right there that dichotomy that you see it so prevalently when people are either going one direction or the other direction yeah some of them are fucking around with some sports or this and that but then you go home and you see people probably involved in, in gangs in robberies and this and that you know I, i'm not like I'm, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth or in your experience or anything but i just feel like from what i know about it it's it's a very prevalent it's a very prevalent thing so how do you consciously avoid that when you're outside of a coach's like supervision i feel you um i just know i just know uh a few things, just a couple things. Uh, my family, they always push me. My uncle stay hard on, stay hard on me all the time, man. Shout like, out to your uncle, bro. Out, man. Is listen, that Uncle, uncle Trey? Trey? Yeah, man. Oh, man. man. Listen, shout out. Hey, listen, that's my big brother, man. Shout out to Uncle Trey, So dude. I know sometimes when I, make, when I make the wrong move, if I make the wrong move, I know he going to be sorry at me. And I don't be trying to hear that all the time from mm. him. Because he be It's almost like this me. angel on your shoulder. You feel me? Yeah, hundred percent. So <laughs> that's one thing, cause like he, he used he always expect highly of me. Like he don't never expect me. Like he do know I'm a I'm a mess up. I'm human. You feel me? But sometimes he just be like, bro, that's not like you, bro. Like mm -hmm. why we, I wouldn't expect you to do that. Right. You feel me? I like I grew up being the quarterback of the teams, point guards of the team. So you know you got to lead the team. So anything other like a quarterback or a point guard would do. You feel me? So he I had, didn't know you were QB, man. Yeah, I played QB all my life, bro. Until I really? played running back too. I played running back, but I played QB. I played DB one year in high school. That's what got me off of Coach Quayway, man. He got me. He got. What? He told me, man. Listen, you can't play AAU basketball this summer. I know you played. You feel me? How did that feel? Someone telling you, bro, you're not playing it. Don't worry about all that. Like, bro, I played this one year <laughs> DB that you played. I see that you got this dog in you. I want you to play. This, the only thing that sold me, he said I can go to the NFL. He's like, bro, you five ten, bro, you not gonna go to the NBA. You good? He said he nah. He did say this. He said he did say I was good enough. He said, bro, but your chances is. Mm. He said, bro, your chances of going pro in football is way higher than your chances of going pro in basketball. Okay, that's a good way to put it. That's what he was saying, and I was like, because in my area, like I was, I was good. I'm not gonna say I was. The, like I was nice, bro. Mm. I was in b-ball. I was cold. Like, okay. Not even just me. The DMV area, my area, bro. The DMV got ballers. Uh -huh. Listen, I I feel like we the, we got the best ballers in the in, in the country. Man, listen, man. Oh damn, there's some different people statement. out there. Yeah, that's true. Okay. The DMV got different type of ballers, man. Listen, they got some dog in them. Damn. Yeah, the KD, <laughs> Quinn Cook. Okay. Jaren Grant. I forgot about KD. Hey, man, oh, listen, man. man. Shout out to all of them, man. I can That's name. Crazy. I can keep going. I can keep going. That's true, man. It just, it, I guess it's just coming up in that environment and that com th that competitive nature daily. Different. It, it's like you got to you gotta be good. And it's like, <laughs> where I come from is I'm better than you. Ain't nobody better than me. He ain't mm. better than me. Mm. But we used to play against each other. He used to be like, bro, nah. That, nah, that's, that's where you, you start bro. getting that chip on your shoulder. Hundred percent. That's like where it really like develops. That's like, where it start. Mm, really like, yo, this one. <laughs> you might go go chill after whatever, like no problem. But right here on this court, nah, yeah. nothing. There's nothing between me and being the best, man. 100%. I I played football for like ten years of my life. Okay. That was I was like I only played football uh, throughout like you know pee wee and I played throughout high school, but. 
I that's the one thing I can relate to so hard is just like yo, going to any practice, any tryout, any like com- competitive situation. It's like nah, I- I'm the best here. It I'm doesn't matter. Best. It's not even like about making the team. I fucking made the team, but yo, I'm gonna be the best here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the best on this defense. I'm gonna try to work harder, practice harder, do whatever. I get that. Get that. Hey, we. Hey, I'm telling you where I'm from. We the best. We walk the best. Ain't nobody better than me. I look the best. You feel me? I dress the best. I, they just. We just do it different where we from, man. We just do it different, man. Yeah, yeah. But hey, like I said, man, Coach Quayway, man. He um, he told me just one summer, man. He uh, he came to me. He was like, he the new head coach. He African. He talked funny, but he came to me, man, on some real like, man. Listen, I played under Nick Saban, so. Listen, Nick Saban told me as a DB, I was I was not that good as a DB, and I think I end up being good. Listen, you ten times better than me. You gonna go be a professional? I'm telling you this right now. I'm like, <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> like, bro, first of all, I play quarterback. I'm about to go to college for quarterback. Yeah. He like, bro, you fat ten, you ain't going to college for quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> you not in, not in today's landscape. Nah, man, not in anyone's landscape. Yeah. Back then, any. Any yeah. day. You can go. You, you got to be something else. If you're, yeah. It's, why is it so much about height, though? Why does that matter so much in the States? I guess, like, it's an easy way to select, yo, this person uh, can see over the O-line. This person can do this, that, blah, blah, blah. But, yo, like, should we not just look at the person's talents and skills and see, yo, what if this guy might not be run a quick 40, but he can run circles around everybody. Then you got to take him. It's certain. It's certain. It's yeah, certain. It's 50-50 true. because, listen, in the States, in the, in the NFL and the CFL, listen, this is the best people in the world. Mm. You know how many freak athletes it That's is? true. That's bro, true. I done seen J. Rose, bro. Yeah. For an example, he is six one. I feel like he can do what I can do, bro. So why would we... I can take a 6-1, but sometimes, see, me and J-Rose, we play different, though. That's true. Feel me? You play way bigger than your size. I appreciate that, man. Bro, I, like, I've watched you. I've been, I've been to Red Blacks games, and I just see this dude with these big-ass dreads (laughs) flying around from one end of the field to go tackle some running back for a loss by just, like, Swiping his fucking <laughs> knees underneath his legs Look. and then getting up all hype. <laughs> Let's go, dog. Going all crazy and shit, That's bro. That, that man that, stuff, that bro. fires me up, man. man That's stuff. what I like. It's not like about the the height or the size. It's yeah, like, 100%, yo. 100%. It's, it's, it's about a, that dog. It's that dog and that heart. Like, you play with heart. That's what's hype. That's why, like, one of the hype reasons why I was like, yo, this guy's coming out to this. It's not that deep podcast. We're going to sit down. We're going to vibe. It's Liddy. We're going to talk. It's, it's crazy to me, man, because... Taking it a little bit forward, and and we'll probably get back to all, all this, uh, you know, all the people that have helped you along the way as yeah, well. But, but you, uh, you have a very interesting story of how you even broke into uh, Canadian football. Because for those who don't know, like you were at the University of Maine, right? You played DB, uh, you played very well, but apparently not good enough to go to the NFL or even the CFL, right? Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. How that whole little situation worked out? Because me, I I just watched the doc. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, yeah, man, I was coaching. Uh, I did my pro day. I ain't run fast. I ran what four six, four five, four six. Point two a second, bro. You feel me? <laughs> so look, <laughs> but listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Not fast. Yeah, and yeah. like top of the world. 
But I didn't have, I didn't go all conference. I didn't go all American. Listen, you make the NFL by make going certain ways. You got to be all. You get. You gotta. You gotta win the politics. Mm. You gotta be all conference. You gotta be all American. You feel me? Yeah. I ain't go none of those. I, I had decent years. I, I can say even now I'm getting better. I, like I said, I learned. I learned corner when I got the main. Even though I was nice at main, I'm not gonna lie to you. But I feel like my situations was different. I always had different coaches. Who the coach who recruited me? By the time I was a redshirt freshman, so the coach who the coaches who recruited me. By the time I was uh, 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 my next year to play, my redshirt freshman year, like my red year I sat out, my, my redshirt freshman year, he was gone. Damn. So I had about two, three different D coordinators. That's so, you a know. big deal because, yo, if you don't have that guy who's already kind of vouched for you, you got to start from scratch. You got to see a new, a new person see you different than yeah. how he's seen you it's in like, this defense. who's this short-ass... I don't like them. You know how you like your women? Oh, no, I don't need like red women. I don't like, you feel me? I don't it's your like type. <laughs> no, this guy can't vibe with them. And it happens everywhere, pros, college. You know, you just got to weather the storm. But anyway, I feel like I held my head. Uh, I went to pro day. I had a plan after pro. I had a plan going into pro day. Well, I didn't have a plan, honestly. I was league or die. You feel me? That was it. League or die. So I feel like. My senior year, so after I did pro day, I did good. Uh, I ain't get no calls. I yeah. had an agent, but I ain't get no calls. Damn. And I was like, I was like, uh, damn. Oh, so, can we just talk about that for a second? Yeah, it's tough, bro. Bro, not not getting any Nothing. call. Like I'm calling my agent. My like, agent. Yo, you, yo, you change your number. Yeah. <laughs> he died out on me. I'm like, hold on, my agent ain't even answering for me no more. <laughs> Damn, that's dark. So I'm yo. calling my uncle. Look, I'm calling my uncle. I'm like, yeah. so my uncle, like, man, you know, you got to have a plan A, plan B. So I'm like, all right, this my, it didn't work out. I was in Maine. So my plan was, I'm going to train again. I'm definitely going to do pro day again. How many times can you do it? Just twice. Twice, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did it again. Listen, I said my plan was to do pro day again. But while I'm doing pro day, while I'm training to do pro day this time, I'm a coach. Because if football don't work out, I'm going to just coach. That's just what I'm going to do now because this just was thrown at me now. So you got to have a plan A and a plan B. Just go. in case the plan A don't work out. Listen, if you go in any situation expecting it. Plan A is going to work out. It probably won't work out. Then don't be surprised <laughs> if it don't. You Facts. feel me? Facts. Don't be surprised if the plan don't work out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you can't always expect the plan to work out all the time, bro. It almost never does, actually. Kinda. It's good to have a plan. Exactly. I don't really know why they always like say that so much. I guess like yeah, you should probably have a plan. Exactly. But most people don't operate that way. Exactly. Making decision trees in their head for every decision that they make. Ah. Here's the pros and cons of doing this. <laughs> no Real one does sick. that. But yeah, no, that's crazy. But yeah, man, I end up, I end up, uh, I end up doing that, uh, coaching. And look, so while I was coaching, so like, um, I was basically coaching, so I. Coach Burkett, man, shout out to Coach Burkett, man. I love that man. He was that man holding it down for me. So he was my DB coach. He was my DB coach my senior year. So I graduated. Like, man, I'm gonna take you under the wing. So in the mornings, I would be putting in the uh I would draw in the route concepts for the other teams we was doing. Okay. So that was my job to put it in the computer. Right. What they teams doing. So while I was doing that in the morning, college scouts would come in. I mean NFL scouts, ah. CFL scouts would come in and they uh be looking at players to recruit. So every scout that came in, I seen. I remember Jacksonville Redskins, Atlanta, and I remember the Red Blacks. That was my that was my top. Cause every time they come in, I was I'd be like, uh, "Yo, y'all need DBs?" Cause they'd be like, "Yo, we came to see uh, Chris Malumba today." I'd be like, "I'd be like, yeah, bro, he nice, bro. Y'all need to y'all need to get him." 
And uh-huh. they'd be cool. They'd go about their work. And I'm like, hey, man, y'all need DBs? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, hey, ho- bro, because I did not tell them. I'm like, listen, bro, I'm not supposed to be here right now, bro. I got under-recruited. You know what I'm saying? I ain't want to give him the sob story because I know everybody. It's a million kids trying to get in the league, bro. I understand. I'm like, bro, listen, just check my highlight tape out, bro. So I sent my highlight tape to him. Ain't nobody nobody hit me back. But, hey, this one scout, man, Gene Mock, man, changed my life. That's my brother forever, man. Listen, I got nothing but love for him to this day. Hey, man, he came in there. He was looking at uh, the first CFL scout I ever seen in Maine history. I was like, hey, man, y'all, uh, y'all need be DBs? He said, we always need DBs. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right. So he talking to me. We talking not even about football. We talking about Nova Scotia and, like, Haitians. He's like, man, you know about any Haitians and Canadians? What you know about Canada? I said, bro, honestly, I've been there when I was a kid, but all I know is Drake, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Like, Drake put Canada on the map, bro. He really did, bro. But everybody think, they be like, bro, you live in the six. I'm coming to the six, bro. I'm man, dead. shout out to Drizzy, man. I'm dead. Shout out to Drizzy, bro. He actually did that. But that no, that's such an insane story that, like, your coach kind of like, he's like, yo, these guys are going to be coming in through here. Like, yo. Nah, he ain't the- say that. He ain't say that. Okay. I'm, when I say about he put me under the wing, meaning he, he taught me the you, game. He okay. taught me he taught me about how this coaching business is. He told okay. me how you need to come to work every day, ready to work. Oh, so it was you who was like, yo, these scouts are here. Let me jump That's on That's me something. working, too. That's me working. You, I'm Because, work, listen, after we go to practice, after practice, I'm training. I'm lifting. Or before practice, I'm running the stadium. Or we doing one-on-ones, me and my good man, Damar, because he did the same thing I did. You feel me? So ah, okay. Yeah. So why he came? And he in didn't it, get pro day. Uh, n- well, he had graduated day. a year before me, so he was already on the uh, Miami Dolphins team, mm. and then he did. Uh, he signed with the uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats, then got released, and that was all within the last year, my my senior year. And then when I did pro day, he came back and did pro day. Okay. So we did. So it. what you were planning on doing? Yeah, until he did. This happened exactly. That's hype, man. Yeah, so then I hit him, I hit up JM, send him yeah. a highlight tape. He hit me back, like, yo, I just watched your highlight tape. Hey man, what happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> I said, and then I told him, then I was like, bro, I'm not supposed to be here, bro. I'm supposed to be in the league, bro. I got under-recruited. We we ain't had good years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Technical whoop, 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 the coaches. It's a lot of stuff that go into it. That's true, man. So much has to happen right for you to even have a shot at the NFL. I mean, not unless you just a dog. Yeah. You just six feet, six three corner. You look like, you feel me? You just a fast star coming in. Uh, It don't work out like that for everywhere. Everybody got different type of paths, you feel me? But shout out to JM, man. He he made that thing happen, man. He made it happen, man. And he made it happen for a lot of people. So you just got his contact info. Hit him up every day. (laughs) They was in the Grey Cup. That was the year y'all won the Grey Cup. I said, bro, every week, every, once a week. Bro, what's up? How y'all doing this week? Because we were a new team at that time because the Red Blacks just came back. It was 2016. Right. And and you, you, this was 2017 when this whole thing happened, right? Wait, I came here. I came in 2017. That was my rookie year. So it was yeah. 2016 when they won the Grey Cup. When yeah. they won the Grey Cup, yeah. it was during that period of time. That's crazy, man. Yeah, he was like, man, we first in the, we first place. I'm like, bro, y'all first place? Like, what? <laughs> you did, did you even care about CFL at the time? Did you know much about it? I put more respect on the CFL name after my first pro day because they already told me where I come from. You either going to the NFL, CFL, AFL. Mm. It's a million leagues out here. You can go to Germany. You can go here. But where I'm from, NFL, CFL, then maybe AFL. Some people just right. don't really. So I was just like, nah. Honestly, I'm not. Bro, I'm Dude, too to good honest, to go to I, CFL. I don't bro. even know about the AFL. Arena League? Oh, Arena League. You need to go to AFL. 
Oh, <laughs> arena football is hilarious <laughs> to watch, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Why you say that, bro? <laughs> means no disrespectful to any of your friends or any people who are in the AFL. Mm-hmm. It's in a hockey rink. Yeah, dog. Like, this is not football anymore. Hey, they be <laughs> whacking in it, though. They be trying to make it happen. killing people, kicking field goals from, like, <laughs> the end zone. <laughs> hey, man, you got to get it how you live, dog. I you got to get it, dog. It's I feel no you, disrespect. Yeah, it's I feel no you. disrespect, man. I feel you, I feel uh, you. But, like, so... CFL at the time, you did put some respect on it. You're yeah. like, you know what? This would be a dope opportunity. You're hitting, hitting him up all the time, and he finally gives you a shot at a tryout or walk-on or what? I told him. I said, listen, bro. I kept telling him, man, tell him, sign me. I said, listen, bro, I will come to any camp and show you. He said, all right, come to a camp. I put the date on it. I said, he sent me the camp dates. I picked the first one. <laughs> I love that. For, hey, I told my uncle too. I said, bro, uh, this one I was at, at Maine too. After I, I did my pro day, I did my pro day again. I told my uncle, I'm like, all right, bro, this is our last go run. So, hey, this one real story too, bro. I was standing up 24 hours, bro, working out. 24 hours. Hey, hey, ask my uncle, I swear to God. My uncle, like, bro, something wrong with you, bro. I was tripping. But anyway, I'm going to get back to that. Hey, so I hit him up every day. What's up, bro? I come to a workout. He said, come to a workout. I pulled up to the workout. My 40 was probably slow as a mug. No, it wasn't even that slow. I forgot what I ran. I think I ran fast. Okay. I think I ran fast. The first workout I went to was Winnipeg. Okay. They ain't signed me. I ran a full four at Winnipeg. They ain't mm-hmm. signed me, but it was, it was whatever. I ain't, I had an eye day, but I went to Red Blacks and strapped everybody at the camp. Ooh. The whole camp. Man, Damn. listen, nobody caught a pass on me, man. So the day after he hit me, he said, man, listen, we're going to bring you in. Then God is good, man. I was rookie of the year the next year. That's that you were, bro. That's incredible. but it's not like I'm trash. It's not like I was out there, like really, like my coach in high school really put that saving in me, that technique, like DB and corners, all technique. Oh, and man. you definitely got that. No one's. I don't think anyone would ever doubt if they even YouTube you right now highlights <laughs> and just just watch that shit because right, right. it speaks Respect, for itself. Dog. Respect. It speaks for itself, bro. You you literally like half the time you're not even letting the guy catch the pass. It's just you're good. 100%. I but, appreciate you, dog. But that's why I come back to it. It's like, why are we so focused on all these other things? I guess, yeah, everyone's trying to make it, but like, yeah. yo, man, maybe we need some more teams, bro. If the demand's that high, if that many people are playing, if this many, but yo. You know how many homies around the way that was so good? I ain't get an opportunity because there's no opportunity. It's just NFL, CFL, there's no more leagues, man. Listen, but then what do you do after that? After what? If, if, if like, you don't. If that break doesn't happen, like, and people don't have the plan B, believe in yourself. I ain't have a plan B. I believed in myself. Run that back. We gonna run this back, bro. I know I'm nice. I'm watching on TV the whole time I'm home. I'm like, bro, bro, he out here. <laughs> you hear me? Like, he out here making plays. I know I can be out here making plays. Period. That's so it's that, it comes down to that belief in yourself. That real, like, you got a better. You're not. Yourself. You're not faking it. No. You're not just saying it to say it. You, yo. I fucking, I know. I like me. I like me. I bet on myself. <laughs> I like me. I love it, bro. Love, brody. So, you come to the Red Blacks. Uh, they, they put you on the practice squad first, right? Yeah. What was that like? Well, when I first came, they explained to me, I was happy the first time. I'm like, oh, I made the team. Yeah. You feel me? Because they explained to you, you on P squad, that's just you. They're going to bring you up in a couple weeks. So, I was happy, man. I was my first year. I made... My first year, I went in a, in a, I just had a bag, and that's it. Like, I already knew, like, it's the pros. I don't know what to expect. Damn. First year, I came out camp. 
striping, everything, everybody. And let me show you I'm the best. Who your best receiver? Put him out here. Ricky Minicamp. They got all these receivers who came back. Deontay Spencer. Uh, I think Kenny Shaw was out there. Um, these dudes that's in the NFL right now, Deontay Spencer, he probably one of the best I ever seen do it. Mm-hmm. Kenny Shaw was probably one of the one of the greater receivers at that time, top tier receivers. It was some dogs out there, and I came up and we got it in. And I was just get we was giving a hey, I was we was getting that work. I was giving that work. You feel me? They was giving me that work. We was going at it. So they was like, all right, something about them. Then I uh, was on P Squad for half of the season. Then I came in and just made plays. I uh, help help contribute to the Red Black team. It's a it's a great organization, man. I'm not mm-hmm. even gonna lie to you, man. You know, yeah. it's a whole process, and you just love. Listen, man, you just love the process. You just love how they do things, and you know, I was just humble, staying hungry, staying patient. The uh the scouts and the coaches and the t- my teammates used to always say, man, make sure you still watching film. You about to play, bro. Every week I come to practice, come to come to practice, looking at the depth time. I about to play this week. Nah, not this week. Damn. They gas you up though. Gas you like, up. Nah, nah, you you, you coming, bro? bro you, you gonna coming, be one bro. of the best, bro. You gonna be. They used Damn. to always tell me that, man, and and I appreciate them, man. And you know, they just good teammates. Honestly, Red Blacks always bring good people, man. Just good teammates. So that's they good, in man. Me. That's that's so important to hear, bro. Because yeah. the culture of a team is very important, man. You actually want to be surrounded by people who actually give a fuck about you. Yeah, that's love. Who bro. actually want you to prosper and play to your potential. Right. So getting back to the whole mental toughness, the whole, you know, everything that you had to go through that kind of built you who you are, put that chip on your shoulder, and then working out 24 hours, just going all out. You put the work in. You had the belief in yourself and then opportunity also, you know, all these three things happen and then now you're in the league. Bro, isn't that like, do you sometimes just take a step back and just think, yo, this is nuts, man. Like, Nah, not right now. You can't take a step back now. No, I'm now not it's just hold you. My, now it's hey, just my foot, forward. My foot full throttle on the, on the, hey, pressure on, the on their neck. You got to keep bring, applying okay. that pressure. Okay. I do That's sit a good there. answer. I, listen, man, I pray a lot. Mm. That's a, that was the first that's the biggest thing okay. I just always talk to God just pray man that get me through the stress times and the tough times you feel me there you go have that belief 100%. have that that faith and 100%, that belief 100% man uh, prayer man prayer is powerful dog for real <laughs> I feel you man you don't got no one to talk to hey when I was signing when, on my senior year I dropped my senior year tape and I was coming out everybody was blowing up my phone and whoop 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 Hyping you up. Pro day, you ain't get no calls. Who's calling you? Not even my agent calling me no more. Damn. You got to, hey, but I knew, I know who was there, God. Mm, that's powerful, man. He was always there. I was talking to him. He was talking to me back. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. He was showing me signs, man, so I kept going. Damn, that's a, that's, uh, that's a strong testament to faith, bro, from being, I mean, technically almost homeless. Yeah. Yeah. And I I hate to talk about it this nah, let's way, talk about it, bro. This but is yo, it, we it, made it now, man. Right? It's Listen. just it's just so like a lot of people, especially here in Canada, where you know you look around, you see it's kind of a nice city, and like you know, obviously every city has its issues and this and that, blah blah blah. But like we're just not exposed to that as much. Yeah, nearly to the same magnitude. So it almost seems like yo, bro, like you're 12 years old. You get pistol whipped in the mouth. You lose your two teeth. Talk to me about this, man. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, just uh, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, really. But, hey, it's just your environment. 
like I said, so we getting evicted, man. You moving to houses and stuff like that and places to the worst parts of the areas. You feel me? I'm not moving to nice areas. Yeah. You're moving to Section 8. Section 8 is the hood. Gated one way in, one way out. Trap. Yeah. Feel me? Yeah. Uh, Violence. You mm-hmm. feel me? Everybody don't got no money. Will you? What you think will happen if you put a whole lot of people with no money in the same... <laughs> you oh. feel me? Yeah. You feel me? So it's a lot of that, man, you know? But when you a kid... You uh you just hanging out with your friends. Twelve years old, man. We I, like I said, I was always in sports. I was still in sports at twelve, so I was out here just running around playing b ball. But the homies where I was from, and that's time in Maple Ridge, them was my homies. I still talk to them to this day. Them my hey, I love them. Dre D, you feel me? We was hanging out, man. You know, I yeah. seen I seen my homie. I ended up seeing him on some uh like. Late night, one in the morning, just waking up real quick. We're uh, seeing what's going on in my house. You know, I'm the man in the house. So I wake up, go in my mom's room. She ain't in there. I'm, let me go outside, see my mom out. My mom outside in the car with her boyfriend. You feel me? Just, what you doing out here? Type of deal. I see my homie walking up the street. So that was like one, two in the morning. You feel me? So, yeah. Wrong place, wrong time type of deal. Thing, you feel me? But, hey, man. God is good, man. You know, you go through things, dog. You go through things. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You gotta hold your head, dog. Whatever you do, don't die. You gonna go through some things, man. You gotta hold your head. Hold your head. Have hold that belief, head. man. Have hold that faith, head. bro. You're firing me up right now. <laughs> hold I, just your feel, head. I just feel like I can do whatever right now, man. <laughs> if you could get through all this shit, bro, real I could. Any, any, it's like, real though, hey. Any like real. little challenge could just yo, you just overcome it, man. It's but you wanna know what's crazy? Too. You wanna know what's crazy? Yeah. If you go around my way right now, even my friends on my team, Corey Tindall, like I can think about a million people right now whose stories is crazy. I ain't go through what I went through is baby compared to what they going through. They beating mom, his mom, his sister, his grandma all died in the same year. Damn, bro. You feel me, little stuff like that? People being ah, it's crazy. People got shot six, ten times, still living. People then. You know what I'm saying? People, my uncle lost his mom, dad, my mom, Damn. mom and dad. You feel me? So, Damn. so listen, yeah. like, you gotta, you gotta. People, you, you people just got, wake up just like, like, just happy to be alive. A lot of the times, I bet that's just where I come from. So you just not happy to be alive, but you thankful. You you wake up what my mom told me and what what a lot of people preach. Where I come from, you wake up in the morning, you thank God for your day. Mm. You thank God for being here. When you go to sleep at night, you thank God. Powerful. Every day. Watch over me on sleep, man. I'm thankful for life. Yeah. When they were shooting this documentary in Baltimore. It was DC. Or sorry, DC. Not, they I, always do that, man. People I, always I confused the last day when Maryland. Okay. Right, right, right. Um, so. Um, we supposed to be. My bad. J Rose, man. Oh, he, he's on there. Rose, right? Yeah, he's all good. It's all good. Tell him come through to the Stop That Deep podcast next time, bro. Yeah, love, bro. We gotta get him on here next time. Uh, apparently, when when you were uh, shooting this documentary, they told you to get in this van, and you weren't having it. Let's talk about that a little bit. Oh yeah. It- <laughs> Uh, how you know about that, bro? Oh, hey, worry. hey, look, man, listen. <laughs> I was just telling them a certain like neighborhoods. <clears throat> just that, say how it is, bro. Just nah, I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> it was certain neighborhoods. How like um, it was just two things like certain neighborhoods. Well, obviously, I'm not. You can't get out and act like you from this neighborhood. You feel me? 
certain neighborhoods. Go right away. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I ain't no fraud. I'm not about to take you in. I'm not from no lynch mob or from over here. Like I know homies from over there. You feel me? Yeah. So sometimes I just tell them like, we can't shoot. Well, just be careful where you shooting at. Then one time they told me hop in the car with them. You feel me? They got like cameras and you know these vans. I'm just like I'm a drive. It's like a sprinter van. Kinda. They they <laughs> like this. The, now it was a van. This the real okay. deal now. They yeah. got real deal camera footage. Like this in here. This podcast real deal. Mm-hmm. You feel me? They had real deal footage, cameras. Actually, so yeah. I'm like, bro, I can't be seen in the car with you driving around the hood. <laughs> they gonna be like, man, what type of stuff is yeah, going yeah, on yeah, with yeah. Cuz? Yeah. Who is Cuz? Matter of fact, like, you feel me? So they're gonna think the worst thing right away. I'm like, man, I, listen, I'm gonna drive y'all get behind me, and we are gonna do it like that. <laughs> you feel me? You gotta. I'm dead. <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear, you know, bro. Takashi over here. I ain't ratting. I ain't snitching. I ain't get nobody in trouble. Listen, I ain't take him to no. I ain't do nothing crazy. We ain't go to no pots. Nothing crazy. It was just nice little breeze through. You there feel you me? Go. Gave him the real too. You know, you gotta be smart though, man. Yeah, you. Hey, you gotta be careful. I when you really, when you really bro. from there, you feel me? I don't know what what's going on, but hey, exactly, you gotta be smart. Bro. You gotta be smart. No, that's powerful, man, because if you went Hollywood and you just completely forgot where you were from, yeah. you might have just overlooked that. Yeah. Like, yo, man, I made it. Doesn't matter now. But no, no. Things haven't changed around here. Yeah. 100%. Are, are things getting any better in those areas? Yep. Do you see a like positive change? I see I see I see the DMV growing, man. I love it. Mm-hmm. I see more artists. I see more rap artists and more B ball. Basketball and football players and it's just growing. Routes. Yeah, man. Yeah. I feel like we get more, you know, like leaders and you know, like Wale and uh that's those are rappers and yeah, yeah, yeah. you got more rappers now. You know, it used to be just Wale and Fat Trail and stuff like that. Now you got Shag with Shagliz and Q the Fool and exactly. I can name a million. I feel like we got the best artists. Damn. Not bro. the best, best but some of the best. And the best ballers. Jeez. Some of the best, man. I'm telling you, man, DMV no, is sure, talented. Bro. Not in just rap, man, basketball, football. We got leaders, black uh entrepreneurs, dudes who trying to say uh stop the violence in DC. Uh I got an Uncle Ron, man, who just curing the streets of D.C., so I see D.C. growing, and we're realizing we got the most swag, we got the most power, and we always had that swag and energy anyway. I you like feel that. me? I like that. Bro. So I feel like we keep growing and keep and keep and keep having our leaders, the people who who God blessed to have with the uh with the floor and the praise. You know what I'm saying? You got all this, you getting all this fame and stuff. Just preach the right things and do the right things, like yeah. Nipsey Hussle was saying. You know, property and let's stop doing this and that. Exactly. And I feel like we're gonna grow. That's important, man. That's very important because people, especially young people, need need a voice to look up to so that you're not just defaulting to the wrong path. Right, right. Like, man, no one's looking out for me. Right. Why would I try to do the right thing or 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 it's not even right or wrong. That's actually not the right way to look at this. Yeah. It's like I gotta survive. I'm gonna do this thing and I will survive another day. Right. But if you have other options if you actually have people putting faith in you, putting money into your communities, this and that, like things could change. Yeah. But I know nothing about this topic. I straight up don't know how to solve <laughs> the problem. Right. It's like it goes it's too deep for it's not that deep. No, I'm just, yeah. I'm just but like too what, deep. But sometimes it's not that deep. <laughs> sometimes sometimes what I mean is like, yo, like I recently went to Chicago. Right. I uh, I I met one of my good friends in Chicago. Shout out to Mike. Went there and I was in the north side, which is beautiful, downtown, super nice streets. You looking around like, man, what could be, what could be going wrong with this city? Right. 
then watched a documentary. I didn't go there, bro. <laughs> but I watched a documentary on the south and west sides of that city. West side. You, that's Chirac right there. You was in Chicago. You wasn't in Chirac. I didn't go to Chirac, bro. <laughs> I, I, I'm just like, I'm just a brown dude, big ass dude who has no business being <laughs> in Chirac, all right? I'm just here as a tourist. I'm just trying to have a good time, man. Really tough. I don't need to look someone the wrong way. <laughs> I, I just, I need to just remove myself from. That's but, love, though. That's smart, bro. You don't want to put yourself out there. So, anyways, sometimes depending on what you want to see. But I mean, yeah, yo, if you're Some a real, want to see that real, man. Some people, man, take me through there. I'm not saying I wouldn't ever do it. <laughs> he's, he's, I'm not saying I wouldn't ever do it. But yo, you hear about <laughs> this stuff and like from the outside looking in, look, yo, we're so close. It's just right there. Yo, outside looking in, you're like, bro, how do you, what do you do about this? It it seems contained to one area, which is what's terrifying. Right. Because in the other areas, it's almost insulated. Like, there'll be incidents here and there, mobs of people robbing this, that, right. shoot, shootings here there. But, yo, for the most part, it's like, whatever's going to happen, what is it, like two murders a day. Right. Something like that. Right. Bro, like... Where do you start? I ain't gonna lie I'm to you. I'm not asking you for an answer. Oh, I'm about to say, <laughs> hey, I don't know. Hey, I'm thinking more. I've been thinking about that. I'm thinking more. The first step I took was my food step, my diet step. That was with Dr. Sabi. Okay. Dr. Sabi. Dr. Sabi. That's, that's hey. the whole vegan eating alkaline. Alkaline. Hey, about it's real. It's, mm. it's going to add some extra years to your life. There you go. You I've heard me? about this. I had a girl on my podcast. She was a good friend. She, she handed me this information about Dr. Sabi once. For real? I looked at it. I'm like, yo, this is, I can't drink water out of the tap. Hey, I can't... get that alkaline, that water. Hey, good thing about Canada water, alkaline duck. That's true. Hey, man, I kind of got some good water, man. Shout out to Canada. Got that alkaline in it. But yeah, man, I started it's with Dr. Flint. Sabi. And then yeah. I went to, uh, uh, my next thing is is learning about that. I'm, I'm, I'm starting on property right now. There you go. You feel me? But I'm going to think about I'm going to get there. I know. I'm I'm smart enough to know how it started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%, man. You feel me? Yeah. How these hoods and poverty. Exactly. It's systematic. Exactly. I know how it started, but now I need to try to help more, learn more about how to help it, how to get it better. Because mm-hmm. you got to make sure yourself better first. I can't be telling someone to get better. I can't take mm-hmm. care. Well, I can take care of myself, but me and my family, you feel me? I'm a big subscriber to that, bro. I'm a big believer in that because you got to be able to take care of yourself before you try to be taking care of other people. What do they say in any flight you get on, right? Put your mask on before the person next See to you. you. It's like, yo, it's true. It actually applies because if you don't save yourself, you're not saving nobody. 100%. You I love that, man. Yeah. So real estate is very interesting too. That's that's a that's a power move yes, if you sir. can get into that. Yes, sir. But another topic that I just don't know enough about. It's just like I'm learning more. You know, my good man C Rand. C Rand, who's C. that? Chris Randall, DB on our team. Okay. And he came this year. At first, I always knew I wanted to do some property. I started that myself, and then he came through. He was a real estate agent, and he got a property. He came to me, man. You need to put ten percent down. We talked the numbers. Whoop whoop. Man, he got me right now. I didn't went to go get approved for a mortgage. I didn't got approved. I'm waiting to get more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Little, yeah, yeah. I'm a citizen now. There you go. He just put my mind right, man. Shout out to C Ryan. Hey, property is how you get rich, bro. That's true. I'm telling Assets, you, if you get some bad, property bro. at a young age, man, you can get rich, man. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get some money, be wealthy, yeah. be rich. Then you get a few of them under your belt. Then you could start thinking about, yo, what's next? That's that's 100, sick, man. 
That's sick, man, because you can't just rely only on football, right? Nipsey Hussle was talking about that, too. Mm -hmm. That's all he was talking Real about. Real estate, Businesses. Man. Businesses. Brands. He was a very intelligent guy, man. Talking about marketing, real estate, putting your money into uh, assets instead of debts. Don't buy that fat new whip on credit or this or that. Man, listen, man. That yeah. for like, man, listen. You see how young he was? Yeah. That's a good thing. We getting younger. We getting wiser. That's we getting true. smarter. The generations. That's what I was saying about the DMV too. Mm -hmm. Hey, man. If we get the younger, we get and know this stuff longer. We gonna get better. That's we gonna true, get, man. we gonna get, hey, we gonna elevate. I never thought I, about that, we man. We see everybody eating. I want everybody to eat. Me too, bro. I want everyone to prosper because, yo, the people who try to think that, like, yo, yo, there's only 1%, only some people can get rich, only some people can be wealthy and prosper. I don't think that's true, man. I think we can all, like, bring each other up and, you know, not everyone can be super ultra rich, but I think a lot of people can make enough for themselves and their families and more and 100%. prosper and grow and keep going. if you start learning these things young though it's enough money out here for everybody dog mm -hmm. there's an abundance 100%. it's just how is it uh it's how, how, how are people learn. getting it? some people inheritance with it some people born with it like my uncle teaching me about it now like i wasn't born with no type of bread i ain't had no millionaires in my family we didn't my uncle met his wife they had he met a, his wife family had a little bit of money they taught him how to get money. He getting money now. He teaching me. I'm teaching myself. Then I'm going to teach my homies. I'm, anything he telling me, I'm telling the homies back around the way. Me, everybody, you. <laughs> you feel me? We're going to try to maneuver it. Each Absolutely, one, teach man. One. I heard of some people, and this is completely random, but I heard of some people in uh, pooling together as like a group of friends and like, yo, we're going to just buy up all this property in Detroit. Well, it's very undervalued yo bunch of people just buying up a bunch of property and then just holding it and waiting it's like man that sounds very interesting man like well the price is low and it's not as desirable right but it's gonna be one day if enough yep. people invest in enough demand enough 100% and it's good for you it's good exactly. for you too how I wanna do I wanna get a little quadplex mm. live in one rent a couple out rent the uh, three other ones out huh Hey, look, mortgage probably be like two thousand a month. I'ma rent one door, one two bedroom for like twenty five hundred a month. The rest Airbnbs. There you go. Something like that. Airbnbs would be nice. You too, feel me? Yo. You know, hey man, there's enough money out here. Let's get smart, people. Let's get wise. Get that credit right. I love it, get bro. Exactly right. Yeah, I love it. Um, one thing I wanted to talk to you about was your time in. Um, at the University of Maine. Okay. So while you were there and you were a, a playing DB or whatever, mm -hmm. um, what was it like? What was it like playing DB but not getting to be the the like position you really naturally wanted to play? Um, what you mean as far as being DB? Like I always wanted like to play I, corner. At first, I thought like you were more inclined to play QB oh, and yeah, like yeah. this and that. But like, how how did you know that like yo? I guess you had it told to you right by your coach, but like, yeah. how'd you know that, like, yo, I'm excel, excel at DB? Well, I was, when I was uh, in high school and before I was in high school, I was an athlete, you feel me, anyway. I just mm -hmm. didn't play quarterback. I played running back, played quarterback, receiver. You know what I'm saying? Even when we went to seven on sevens, I used to play receiver, quarterback. So, really, like in 10th grade, we used to have this coach 
he used to tell me, I ain't gonna say his name, he used to tell me, like, you can't play defense, you the quarterback. Like, you okay. in high school, bro. Like, what? Okay. Like, anyways, that's just how it is still to this day sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're but just, You're just shoe-hold right exactly. off the top. They just know me for playing b-ball and playing Q, man. So, anyways, when I got the main, um, I was, I was good. I had good technique. I was nice. I just felt like I was little. I was in high school at being 30, being 40. Yeah. So when I came out of high school, I was at being 50. Okay. Going to college. That was right. another reason. Yeah. But you 5'9, 5'10, 140. Soaking wet. Oh my God. <laughs> cooking everybody. You still, feel me? It's weird. It's just, you yeah, just yeah. look, you know what I'm saying? Now that I think about it, you know what I'm saying? It, it just looked kind of different. It just looked different. So it was just meant to be. I kept though. getting better though, man. Even to this day, like I'm still getting better as a corner. It's still growing. A lot of these dudes tapped out. They hit their max. Yeah. They've been playing DB since Pop Warner. Mm. I ain't been doing that, pimp. I'm That's just, true, man. I'm still getting, I'm still growing. And I ain't hit my peak You're only 26, right? Yep. No, 27. 27. I just, I just turned 27 October. Happy just birthday, man. Appreciate Happy you, dog. Birthday. Happy birthday to you too, man. Shout Thank out to you, bro. you, dog. Appreciate it, bro. Uh, how do you feel about the head coach, Rick Campbell, parting ways with the team? Hey, man. It's a business. I, I knew you'd say that. Hey, man. Nah, listen to <laughs> I, me. I knew that would be the exact answer because it's true. Let me tell you why. I'm going to tell you that. Let me tell you why. When I was on P-Squad for my first year, and I came out with rookie of the year, I was happy. My next year, I'm thinking I'm coming back. I'm about to be the guy out here. I'm about to go all-star. They put me on P-Squad. Damn, they put you back on Peace Squad after being Rookie of the Year. It's like that. This is last year. Bro. So guess what they told me? You had to earn your spot. No. It's a business. Ah, it's a business. You feel me? I get it. It's a business. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, I'm learning. I'm seeing this like, all right, bet. Hold your head. Whatever you do, don't die. It's yeah. a business. You got to hold your head. That's what I came from. Hold your head. Every day you got to come to practice. You got to, you learn, bro. The professional sports is crazy, bro. Professional sports is yeah. crazy. But, hey, man, I got nothing but love for Coach Campbell. You feel me? He is a great, he was a, he was a, he was a great guy, man. He was just always good intentions. You can always tell he had never no bad intentions. You nice. feel me? He's a good guy. Um, Genuine. You feel me? Hey, man, you know, the best of luck to him wherever he go. Um, yeah, man. I hope all the best for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but uh, the Red Blacks, man. We got a we got a good good GM, man. You know that's true. When, Mr. Marcel, man. Listen, man. A lot of people need to know that he is a good guy. Mm. People don't know him like that. People fans just know what fans just know him, man. Mr. Marcel is a good guy, man. I love to work for, with him. He keep it real. Mm. Listen, a lot of coaches will tell you some BS about you. You will ask them, what do I need to do to get better? And they say, keep going. And then go say something else about you to the other coaches. Yeah, this guy will just hit you with the real. Mr. Marcel will say, listen, you need to do this. Or he'll bring the team in and say, y'all need to do this as a team and get better. Then he'll know who you're talking about, you feel me? Yeah. But he'll keep it straightforward with you, man, you know? So I feel like and another thing about Mr. Marcel, he gave a lot of these people – um, coaches, players, opportunities. Everyone in the CFL know if you come to Ottawa, you leave Ottawa, you're going to go get paid somewhere, period. Mm -hmm. That's just period. Coaches, yeah. players, look at them. 
That's true. It's it's historically that's how it's happened. You want to come to Ottawa and be a star, man. You you want to come and be a superstar somewhere else. This is a great platform. Ottawa is a place for the stars to be born. Mm. You feel me? That's the platform. And Mr. Mustel created this here. He 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 the GM. He Damn, started bro. this. So I know we lost this year. I know it looks crazy. Yeah, but at like the end what, of the three and three and ten, three, three and something crazy, three and fifteen, three and not good enough. But it was just a tough year, man. It, we had a lot of curveballs thrown at us, injuries, uh, coaches, uh, players. We ain't make plays. We ain't call right play calls. Uh, it's rough, but, man, you're not going to win every season. Like, you just got to pick up and try again for next year, bro. 100%. That's hype, man. Uh, what's something about your training that you think people should know about that's unique as a professional football player that's like, yo, this is, I'm really doing this? Now? Um, I hate yoga once a week. Okay. Um, you do hot, hot yoga? Hot yoga. That's the I only do thing that I too. do. A good man. Hey. I do that once a week. For real? That's all I can that's do. That's love, bro. Hey, that's a good thing to do. Good flexibility in the hips. You know you're going to need hips. Hell yeah, man. Need hips. 100%, brother. <laughs> <laughs> As a man. As a man. 100%, As a man. man. Yeah, you need uh your flexibility. That help you longevity, too, when you get a little older, but... Hey man, the hottest thing I got a good trainer out here. You ever heard of uh, Limitless uh, Isaiah? Limitless Era? Yeah, no. good oh, man. Limitless Era, yeah, man, I have, listen. I have. Hey man, I get that work in with him. Mm. Hey, Shorty gives me that work. Dope. Shorty puts that work in, and he be on me, so I don't miss no days. The hottest part about being a professional is the off season. Why? Cause you on your own, you free. Uh, you don't gotta wake up and go work out. Yeah, it's on you. You know how easy it is to wake up and say, I ain't going to go work out? Yeah, it's like, oh, I had a rough season, bro. I got to heal these injuries, man. <laughs> you know how easy it is to be like, man, I'm sleeping. Let me sleep in real quick. Yeah, man. yeah. Who going to make me? I can go work out at two, 2 o'clock. You feel me? But, hey, man, I stay with Isaiah. He stay on me. What time do you typically wake up? Whatever. I like sleeping in in the off season, man. I sleep, man, listen. <laughs> listen, bro. The off season, bro, I'm cooling. Yeah. I'm staying up till 6 in the morning. There you go. Playing Call of Duty. Ah, that's Playing right. Madden. Playing hanging Madden. out. Oh, man, that's right. I'm sleeping all day there you when go. I can. You feel me? I but I do train. You know what I'm saying? I amp it up towards the end of training, really. Yeah. But, hey, man, listen, the off-season, when I, when I do train, is my diet as well. Mm. I don't eat a lot of, like, carbs and stuff like that. Like, I do I do eat carbs, but I'm saying, like, I'm real strict on my diet. Greens, protein, not a lot of junk food and stuff like that. Like, right now, I eat up. I eat out a lot right now. Right. But when it's well, time, like, January, when it's time to kick up, okay. all right, it's out the window. We got to. Because what time does camp start? May. May. Okay, so you got to you gotta have I a I probably few, start in December. So a few months are just real clean. I real mean, you got to live, too, right? You got to live. Not right now, though. That's what I always tell myself. Okay. Hey man, you a professional. You want to be different? Let early. You can live. You can live. Yeah, that's you can true. Live. But not right now. Not a lot. Do it later. Do it later. It's gonna be there. That's, that's why I true. say you know me. I don't even drink liquor right now. Hey, I don't drink. That's smart. Man. I'm pretty sure when I get older, I'm gonna be fifty. You know my girl <laughs> bad on the beach somewhere <laughs> drinking mimosas. You feel me? I know what type of time I'm gonna be on. That's a that's it's a not good, right now. It's gonna help. A good you. mentality to have, man. Because prevent you, injuries. Prevent injuries. Hammies. You don't want to be standing in the clubs uh-huh. drinking rosé all weekend. And then, you feel me? You got to train. You got to put that working in the off season, bro. I'm yeah. telling you, bro. You can't put the liquor into you. And then once you get to the mid-season, you know, knock on wood. You know, God willing, too. God sent yeah, injuries, yeah. too. But I feel like that's just preventing. You don't want to be drinking. And then yeah. your ACL, your MCL, your hammy always pulling. He always hurt. Yeah. Why he always hurt? Because you're dehydrated and you're not getting any sleep. Because he always in the club. Mm-hmm. He's litty. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it probably happens all too much, man. Like I mean, some people can't go to the club right before the game, come to the game and go off. Right. That's a lot of people to each his own. You feel me? I'm not yeah, saying that's not the own thing. Yeah. You feel me? But I just feel like that's how I go about my business. Right. That's how I treat myself. You can you could keep shit in control a bit more that way. Hundred percent. With your training, with your nutrition. Yeah. How's your sleep normally during the season? During the season, um, in the um the first half of the season, I'm up at six in the morning. Uh, we don't have meetings till nine, but I go in the morning six thirty. I like to be like one of the first ones there. Okay. I lift. Um, then we, by the time I finish lifting, it's probably about eight thirty. Okay. So I get there probably lift. I get there probably like start lifting like seven. It's probably like eight thirty nine. Then we got meetings at nine. So I got about a little thirty minute window to eat. So uh, we get brunch. Uh, I mean we get lunch. Then we would practice. And then um, shoot after practice, I get a little extra work in. So we practice. We got meetings then practice. And then after practice, I just go home, recovery pumps, then I do that process again. But then mid season, I sleep in. So now I wake up probably like eight o'clock during the season, during mid season, because you can't just kill yourself from January, from December, yeah. all the way to May, June, July, August, September. You feel me? You 100%. can't just go beat it, beat your body up crazy. So I try to look at it that way, sleep a little bit. That's good, man. Yeah, it looks like you got a pretty holistic approach to it. Like you're yeah. doing all the all the different things. What's recovery like? Uh, recovery pumps. Uh, what's sleep. That? I really what, what's sleep. What's a recovery pump? Oh, uh, they had these little things that like get. Oh, real the slow. things that on yeah. your on your legs. On your you legs. Put, oh, recovery I've leg seen pumps. that. I've yeah, seen yeah, that. Yeah. So I do. Do leg you ever pump. do ice baths? Do you ever do that? I used to do that, but I'm getting away from it now. Like I just put ice on my knees, and I put a uh, ice on like an ice tub, ice bucket for my ankles. Yeah. Like I be saying like people always ice their knees just to stay young. Like sometimes you get tendonitis and stuff, so I always ice my knees and ankles, and then I stretch every day and roll out. I got a little soft ball. So. Okay. You do the massage balls yeah. and like okay that's yeah. interesting man. Gotta, and we get massages and stuff too you got to do the little things those are the little things that longer your career maybe that take an acl or hammy mm. or calf achilles you can prevent it you got to do everything you can dog because that's my next thing that i want to really talk to you about bro is football and injuries right because i mean you can't really prevent it but you can do the best you can in those different ways right like right. trying to make it so that you have the least chance right at least you're doing whatever's in your control. Because there's a lot out of your control, obviously, especially with a sport like football. Right. But what kind of injuries have you faced and, and just ate? Just like, yo, you know what? I don't have time for this injury. Uh, Knock on wood again. Um, my, uh, no, the craziest, I never had nothing too crazy. I only had like a growing in high school. Maybe I had to miss a game. I came back too early and pulled again. Uh, college, I had a hammy in like spring ball. Pulled a hammy, then... I had like a little bone bruise one time on my knee. Like nothing too crazy, like nothing too drastic. Knock on wood, bro. Yeah, knock on wood. I hope wood. it doesn't happen. Man, but God is good, man. Football is, good. is such a crazy sport in terms crazy. of injuries. Crazy. Like if you just think about what it is for a second, right? Mm -hmm. It's a chess match where people are running full tilt into each other, which is just nuts to begin with. Right. But then you add this whole brain injury component. How do you feel about all this CTE stuff you hear everybody talking about and all the scientific studies talking about how every football game is a car accident and your brain is moving around? And How do you feel about this stuff, man? Um, I feel like uh, I love it, bro. You love it? Yeah, man. No, I'm saying I, I love how we getting smarter about it. Oh, okay. I love how we're they're trying aware. to help us. We're aware. Right. Hold up, because it was so happening. What was going on was ex-football players were saying, bruh, I can't even walk up the stairs. Yeah. 
I'm out here running here. We bonging every day. Listen, I took my girl at the game. It'd be like Sunday. She'd be like, babe, you trying to get up and like, you trying to go to the park and walk around or something? I'm like, babe, I can barely walk. Like, this a car crash. Mm. Every time we playing football, I'm running dead head speeding it. I'm yeah. trying to kill this man. Yeah. You feel me? 100%. Head, all that. Body, oh, shoulders, knees. So you Full be tilt. sore. You be sore when you wake up sometimes. You feel me? So like... And you're running into these people way bigger than you. Yeah, 100%. You right. know, you got to be smart about it, though. There's ways you don't you don't injure yourself and, and so forth and so forth. And, um, yeah, man, I, I feel like uh, I feel like the CTE thing is smart, man. I'm, I'm proud of those people getting smarter than that. Let's, 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 let's fall back a little bit. I know the game going to get a little softer, though. That's yeah. why people getting a little mad. But, hey, man, come. do you want to be at 80 and 50 be able to remember your kids? Do you want to be able to walk up the stairs? All right, then. <laughs> we trying to help it. We still trying to keep football, football. That's my next thing. Can you, though? Yes. Can you, though, like, keep football, football, maintaining what, what, what it is you grew up playing and it still be football? And you know this as a DB. You're told to go low. Right. Not Don't leave with the head. Mm -hmm. No spearing. Mm-hmm. All these, all these things, right? You're mm -hmm. told like, yo, a helmet to helmet is probably this many yards now. Right. If you do it like a crazy one, you could get suspended. I don't know right. how they deal with it or whatever. But it just seems like every year they're just adding another thing, another thing, another thing. But they're not really addressing the issue that, yo, that's the sport. Yeah, 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 that's the sport, man. That's the sport. But like, hey, man, you can't take too much of football away, man. You can't, you know what I'm saying? It's still gonna be football. We still gonna try. He's still gonna try to knock his head off. Yeah. It's like boxing. Like boxing. I'm gonna still try to knock your ass out. Yeah. It's just rough, violent sports. You know what you signing up for? You do. That's true. <laughs> if you That's... don't, hey, just don't sign up for it. <laughs> Some people, they're getting smart now. They're like, man, my kids ain't playing football until they get 11 or 12. Like, hey, man, you know what you're doing. You know what you signed up for, dog. It's it ain't true. soft out here, no matter what the rules is. Yeah, man. You got, oh, hey. I remember, bro, playing, I played like linebacker, tight end. I played uh, D-end, all these different positions on defense as well. And yeah. I just remember coming up and coach, coach being like, yo, you got your bell rung. Get back in there. I'm like, my head's like fucked up. Spinning. Get up dizzy. I just, I just straight helmet to helmet this motherfucker. He's out. I'm up. But I'm not feeling right. You got CTE, by the way. It's like, yeah, 100%. That's what that is, by the way. That's all that is. That's a concussion. Now, if you... if Bro, Hey, listen. Nowadays... Like you got your bell rung. <laughs> listen. Right. Nowadays, when you get your bell rung, concussion protocol. Come sit by me. He got a concussion. Yeah. Bro, they got judges and stuff now watching. <laughs> just If you get up and walk to the left a little bit, go get him. Concussion protocol. Damn. Get him out of there. So that's a good thing, though. It's good and bad because, hey, back in the day, we shake that off. I'm back. So if you're back, best player. the bag, too. You feel me? I'm back and I'm cooking. And I feel good. <laughs> Have you seen that last chance you? Have you uh, watched that That's on Netflix, right? A little bit. Not really. I ain't get too much in it. I don't really watch shows like that, bro. I got to get shows, man. Fair I enough. just seen Rhythm and Float, like. Okay, I've never seen that one. You never had some little rap joint like with Ti. Actually, I have seen that with Ti, right? Yeah, it's fun. It's dope. Uh, uh, it's, I think I I've seen an episode the shows, here and there. Man, I don't know though, man. You got a busy life. Like adding TV to it doesn't seem like hurt it has and injuries. To be... There's a difference between hurt and injuries, man. Right, exactly, man. <laughs> for sure, for it, sure. If you don't have to add it to your life, yo, just leave it. TV will be there. 100%. The show's not going anywhere, right? <laughs> I just don't get into it because I be out a lot. 
I can't just sit here and like, all right, I don't know. I don't know. I got to give it a chance. I got to chill out. Stop saying that. It's a good show, though, Last Chance You, because they talk about a lot of people coming from some difficult situations, and this is their last chance. And they go to these, uh, is it like college? I think it's like, uh, no, like community college or something like that. Right. And, uh, yeah, bro, just watching some of these kids, like, they got all the potential in the world, but they can't go to class. Or, like, they can't do the little things. Like, they can't, they'll go to a test, no pencil. Like, bro, bring a pencil. Hey, bro, that's the little things. Or, like, yo, some of them are just probably NFL caliber talent already. Amazing athletes. But, like, they just, whatever for whatever reason, just, like, can't show up to practice. Tough, I don't dog. give a fuck about practice. Just let me play the game. Just de- these kinds of things, bro. Practice. practice. I wish I could do that. Practice. Tell them about practice. <laughs> but uh, I don't know what my real point there was, but that's that's a sick Now, show. I feel your point, but it's sometimes at that age, man, it's hard to stay focused, dog. It is, man. There's a lot of distraction, especially in School ain't for everybody. Age, Listen, school ain't for everybody. I completely understand that. But I'm talking about these guys have to take like a Swahili class online. What's that? I don't know, just like, a, I'm, I'm just making up a random easy class. <laughs> but like, it's like a, a, like, it's not that difficult. Yeah, I feel you. Just show up and you'll get your C and you'll graduate. But it's so easy outside looking in, like all the distractions, you got social media, you got so many things going on. That's another thing I wanted to talk to you about is like, how do you feel about social media, bro? I Man. know you got the Instagram live going on. I got on right the live. Now. Hey, shout out to live right now. All my followers. That's Sh- shout that's out game. to the Instagram live. Hey, follow me on Instagram right now at sbodymore. Yeah. And uh, it, at It's Not That Deep podcast too shout while you're at it. Yeah, 100,000%. <laughs> shout out to my good man. It's Not That Deep. All my good men in here. Yeah. Um, I love and I hate Instagram and social media. 50-50. I'm not going to hold you. Okay. Would you want me to tell you why I love it or hate it first? Go hate. Hate? I hate it because nowadays people would rather have likes and followers than real friends and real life. Real connection. I hate it because on social media now, people are are not what they are. Listen, I it's people on here who live on the floor and broke as hell right now on social media, got 10K <laughs> followers, and they posting every day like they don't need to get their life together. Like... Fuck. They spend the money on things that they know they don't even got the money to be spending it on, and they just, you know what I'm saying? Just for Instagram. I hate the fact that all these- Just one- to flex on Instagram. Bro, bro, listen, people, these 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 women <laughs> is post, posting half-naked pictures on, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, you half-naked, right? So what's going to happen when you have kids? Do anybody think about that no more? Ah, no one thinks about that. Archive the photos? I, <laughs> I mean, I don't be getting into it no more, but I just don't want my kid coming up to me like, yo, when he in school, because you know they go to school. You know they got Instagram in, in middle school, probably elementary school now. So think about think about when you, when you on Instagram and you in your sexy bikini photo or you in your thirst trap. When Thursday and you got your nipples showing and you got the thong on and your kids in school like yo your your son looking at your son and they're looking up to it your 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 mom is uh, it's looking good you feel me I wanna it's just tough bro like yeah I don't want my kids mom out here looking like that thirst trapping it all for something I feel like 
Like, it's just a wave right now. I feel like Instagram wave going to be over soon. It was like MySpace, Twitter, Facebook. That shit going to die soon. Oh, you think it's going to die? Not soon, but I feel like the, the good thing I like about it, let me tell you my good pros and cons, okay, though, because okay. I just sound like a hater right there. No, no, no. That's all true, man. My my The good things about it is you can get paid off it. You can get a sack off it. That's true. You can become somebody off that. It can give you an opportunity. That's the best thing for it. That's why I say we got to keep it. That's the only reason why I say we keep it. Okay. People getting opportunities. People feeding their families off of this. This is true. P- you feel me? People is 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 deep. If without Instagram, I probably wouldn't even know you. Hundred percent. I hit you with a DM. That's how I got you out here. Hey, I responded back to you. That's real. That is real, bro. That's what it's about. If you look at the positive side. Hundred percent. Like being able to connect with anybody and 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 anything like right. any business, any brand. Everyone has some kind of life on social media. But like you said, it's got a dark side to it, man, when you start being um, changing your own life for the followers and the likes. Yeah, my bad. I seen somebody having a on a live. Oh, yeah, it's okay, my dude. Let me see. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, the same thing. <laughs> nah, 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 they don't need to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, but but now nah, I feel you, bro. You're right, bro. You're it's right. interesting. We got to use it, though, man. Use it for a good reason. Use it for a good cause. Every That's cause is a good man. cause. I'm not saying, hey, listen, I come from around the way. I come from sex, drugs, money, guns. I come from strippers, prostitution. Get it how you live. I don't just defect I, I nothing complete, at all. I understand that so, as well. So if you need to get but, paid by Instagram, get paid, baby. Do it. <laughs> Do your thing. It's got pros and cons like everything in life. 100%. But also, just social media as a whole, man. Like, I don't know. You say, like, Instagram might not be it. Then what's next? What do you think could be next, bro? bro I'm listen, not one of these guys. Bro. I didn't listen. I didn't think Instagram was going to be Instagram. Me neither. I used to post pictures of hats and dumb shit. Like dumb, bro. Random. Listen, yo, just... I don't know what's next. <laughs> listen, this this new generation today's age, boy, they smart. They got TikTok. Have you seen that? What is that? Oh man, it's a whole new thing, bro. What is it? It's this like uh, you remember Vine? Yeah. It was it's like Vine, but it's like these one minute long kind of clips, and all the kids, everyone is using it. I think they have eight hundred million users, and they're like one minute clips of like people lip syncing the songs and pointing at different things, and like then there's memes, then there's like a SpongeBob meme. For real? Then, yes, everything. I gotta check it out. I gotta get. I feel nah. I gotta get on it. I need to know about TikTok. I'm playing around, bro. Bro, I need to be. If hit. you want to get the next generation of of younger folks to ride with you, yeah. If you want to actually be serious about creating some kind of brand for yourself, yeah. Like, bro, you got to be on TikTok. But I'll tell you this, I'm 24. I'm having a very hard time understanding the app because I post little clips, snippets of this, <laughs> five views, seven views, nothing. I post a random video of me at a Celtics preseason game, zooming in on Taco Fall. You know that seven foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm zo- I zoom in on him, and I just put threw it on TikTok as a joke, like yo, whatever. Ten thousand views. A bunch went of, crazy. Taco I think it said like fifteen thousand to bro. I'm like, all my other clips died. Nothing. Hey, that's nothing crazy. hit. That's crazy. I got all these kids because I write. I wrote. Bruh is 12 foot 7. <laughs> I got like 40 comments of kids saying he's 7-7. Seven, seven, as if I don't know he's 7-7. He's 7-7. Seven, seven, seven. Seven. Yeah, you know? Just... It's, that's the app. So that's what you... Remember, that's what you're dealing with here. TikTok, man. Shout out to TikTok. I got to get it. 
is there anything I missed in our discussion today, bro? As if you could believe it, we're like way over an hour. We are. We've been talking, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real. It feels like we just started, right? Yeah, dog. <laughs> That's why nah, it's not that deep, that, bro. It's not that deep. Hey, let's do a part two, man. When I come back, man. We can talk absolutely, about some more, absolutely, bro. Absolutely, hundred percent. I'm not a. Uh, like I love him, and I'm not done yet. I still got a few um, uh, lightning round questions okay. just to finish it off. Yeah. But yeah, man. Like, yo, if there's anything, you, while you got the, you got the mic, you got the time, you can talk about. Yeah, man. Anything, man. You know, God is good. God man. is good. Prayer bro. is powerful, man. Yeah, man. I don't really got too much to talk about. Just my family. Shout out to them, man. Love them. Yeah, Homies bro. back home, it's, DMV. It, it's, it's six of you? Yeah, six, six of us. I'm the seven, seven of us. Seven of you. Yeah, you're, I'm the oldest. You're the seventh. Damn, the bro. Yeah. The youngest is two. Three. Two. Three. Well, I, I hope they enjoyed this episode too, bro. Yeah, man. They always <laughs> be watching. They be showing their little homies in school. Shema, Sean. <laughs> they go to the little... They spend a the night at their school. They go to a little uh, charter school. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so... Man, they did good too this year. This semester got all A's, so I know when oh, I go home, big, they're going to be trying to tax me. <laughs> but you're not even going to feel bad about that, bro. No, I never, like I never got... feel bad about spending money on a fam. I yeah, always, bro. You're I always... a big family guy. That's what a lot of people... Yeah, 100%. That's what a lot of people uh, probably don't know about you, just uh, yeah. if they're going to make a first judgment of you. Family. That was my Families. first tattoo. But look, family, man, I, I feel bad when I spend money and it ain't on them. Mm. I get some food. I go out to a restaurant, spend like sixty, seventy dollars, and feel bad like that. Do they come up here? Nah, they haven't been here yet. They haven't been here. My yet. uncle been here. Okay, Uncle Trey. Yeah, Uncle Trey. Uncle Trey been here. I'm trying okay. to get my mom up here. I was get, trying to get her to the last three games. She said it's too cold, so Fair I enough. gotta get her next year. Man, she just got her passport. Honestly, honestly. So. Okay. I'm trying to move them out here for real. I'm gonna let my mom come see it. Oh, that'd check be it out. dope, bro. That'd yeah, be man. Dope. We gotta, we gotta listen, man. Listen to me, man. Canada. Ottawa, I got nothing but love for the city, dog. I'm just keep it like that, straight like that. I remember seeing that like little portion. I don't know if it was a documentary or some other video I saw of you. It was like when you first came to Ottawa, you're like, man, I don't know much about this Ottawa, but let's see what it's about. See what's so up. seeing this growth, I'm, 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 I'm excited, bro. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for coming on. Let's do this lightning round and wrap it up, bro. All right. Um, if you were to be something other than an athlete, what, what would you be? Ooh, entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, I love it. 100%. I can't work for myself. What business? Like, what kind of things have you been interested in in before? Like, if you had the money right now, let's say that's not even a worry. Yeah. It'd probably be three things. It'd probably be, uh, it'd even be the properties, Mm -hmm. real estate. I wouldn't be a real estate agent, though. I'd just be buying properties. Investor. Investor. You want to be the investor. I'd probably be be a, uh, 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 I have a, uh, 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 Contractors, my homies got CDLs. Okay. And like, you know what I'm saying? So I'll probably get a little contracting business where I got trucks just doing jumps for the government and stuff like that. There or I have a dispensary. Every man, it's 2019. Absolutely. And it's Canada. And I got some stocks and the dispensary <laughs> stocks and they ain't doing nothing. I know, bro. It's, so that means to tell me it's, it's going time. it's gonna go future. Up. Future. Future, bro. I'm telling you, they're gonna yeah. So Absolutely. One of them man. three. One of them three. Dude, that's a great answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite uh, professional football player? Ever? That's, N- that's NFL, CFL, ever. LeBron. LeBron. I said football, though. You said football? I read this for... No, let's keep it football. Let's keep it football. Um, I like the LeBron answer, though, still. Not see, football... 
Football is different because I got a couple. Yeah, no, Sam. Like Jerome McMillan. Okay. Trevor Carlson. I got uh I don't know Ronald Trevor. Ronald Darby. Uh Tavon Young. Joe Hayden. Oh, Joe Hayden. I All these guys. dudes from on my way that I seen make it. They homies to me. I still look up to them. Yeah. We all the same age. I look up to y'all, dog. We all made it. <laughs> I love it, bro. Yeah. Uh, what's your prediction for the Grey Cup winner this year? Uh, give me uh, <sighs> Calgary. You can't ever count Bo out. Uh huh. Versus. Trevor Harris and Greg Ellison. Ooh. Or Sass. Listen, it's going to be one of them two versus Calgary. Yeah. And then, listen, I'm not going to say Bo going to win it. I'd love to see Trevor Harris win it. Okay. But my good man Willie P out Sass too, so I don't know. It's going to be tough, <laughs> dog. Hey, oh, 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 I forgot about Rick the Freak and Hamilton. Listen, Rico Murray been yeah. to two great cups in two years, so he might go to three great cups in three years, Hamilton. So I'm going with, man, it's tough, dog. Bolivar, Hamilton, or Edmonton? One of them two. One of them three. You got to pick one, bro. I'm putting you on the spot. I just, bet. Just pick one. Man, give me... <laughs> give me... Damn, <laughs> Hamilton. All right. I like it. Just because some people just be destined to be great. Like, God just bless people to be great, bro. Like, three, reek, reek, bro. What about Super Bowl? Super Bowl Patriots. Man, Man they say this defense the best defense they ever seen. Now I know we're homies, bro. Man. <laughs> hey, I ain't never going to hate on the Patriots, man. <laughs> but you're a Redskins fan, right? Yeah, we trash. I know we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> uh, okay, what's the best advice you've ever gotten in your life? Um, The best advice I got was women were the greatest species to ever be created, but they're made to blow you. What does that mean? Like made made to get you mad, made uh, made to get men mad. I took it in a different context. Yeah, nah, at none first. of that. Blow you. <laughs> Where I come from, that mean when you say you get blown, like you blowing me, mo. Like okay, shut up. Right. I got you. Now. Made to do that for you. So my best advice is, hey man, women the greatest. Hey, when you find out a special one, you gotta just buckle down, and deal with it, man. Hey, everybody going through it. Love it. This one I'm just thinking of right now, but it just came to me. But it's like. What's one word, one like lingo, one thing that you use with your homies that you never used in in Canada ever? Because you're just like people would not get it. Honestly, I'm the lingo god up here, so everything I talk about, my whole team talk. <laughs> my whole team to... call me Mo. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, Slim Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you a facade. You a facade. <laughs> you ain't. I ain't with that. Uh, he tripping. I, I might have to make you a facade. A he a thing facade. Here, bro. Yeah, facade. Let's say facade, man. Ooh, I ain't no Chris. facade. You, you a facade. You all no facade. No one says that here, bro. Yeah, that's man. Chris. I like that. It's a facade, man. Yeah. Bro, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I had a great time. I hope you enjoyed that too. Man, listen, man. Listen. Listen to me, man. Shout out to y'all, man. <laughs> Shout out to you. Nah, Shout bro. out to the fan, man. It's not that started, deep, bro. man. At them, man. I, hey, listen. I, I'm looking. I'm looking up to you, bro. I'm 80. I, I expect Thanks, big bro. things from you. We just getting started. We're bro. gonna do part two too, man. I'm coming yeah, back. Bro. I'm coming back. I can't wait. We got more to talk about. I can't wait. There's so much growth to be had, bro. 100. percent And uh, to everyone listening, just remember, it's not that deep. Thank you for listening. 100. percent Thanks for listening to another episode of the It's Not That Deep podcast. 
For access to exclusive articles and content, please head over to www.itsnotthatdeeppodcast.com. And to help me grow this thing to the next level, here's what I need you to do. Go ahead and subscribe to my podcast on all platforms, wherever you listen, and share with all your friends and family on all social media. And please leave a rating as well. Remember, it's not that deep.